Welcome to Restaurant Influencers presented by Entrepreneur. My name is Sean Walsh, founder of Cali BBQ and Cali BBQ Media. In life, in the restaurant business, and in the new creator economy, we learn through lessons and stories. Uh, we are grateful to Toast, our primary technology partner at our barbecue restaurants, for believing in the power of storytelling. Uh, for giving us this platform with Entrepreneur to bring on guests like Brandon Landry, founder of Small Slider. He is also the founder of Walk On Sports Bistro. Uh, Brandon, I've, I've been following you. I'm a huge uh, hospitality aficionado and what you've been building um, in the last couple decades has been impressive and I'm, I'm honored to have you on the show. Welcome. Well, thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it. Of course, I'm passionate about this business and I love it. And I'm also smart enough to realize when it's time for me not to be the CEO. So now I just wear the founder hat. <laughs> well, the beautiful thing about this show is that we teach people, no matter where they are in their hospitality journey, how to how to go from one position to the other. And uh, we do we do that through lessons and stories. So we're going to start with our favorite random question, which is where in the world is your favorite stadium, stage or venue? It's a great question. So first, I mean, like I'm a basketball guy, right? So I was I was a basketball walk on and I got the opportunity to go to Cameron Indoor. What? Uh, I guess it was about five or six years ago and it was Duke, Carolina, and they were both in the top 10. And I got to sit like three rows off the court right across from the students. I mean, look, you, you can hear anything about it until you walk in that. And I, it's a gym. It's, it's, I mean, if you've been there, you know, but it's a high, it's a glorified high school gym, but there is not a better place on earth, especially for a basketball fan. And and I'm not a Duke or Carolina guy, but I'm a basketball <laughs> guy and, and being in there and feeling that energy can't beat it, man. I'm a, I'm a basketball guy and that's something that's definitely on my bucket list and no guest has ever said Cameron indoor. So I'm, I'm fired up that you, you, you kicked us off with that. So we're going to go to Cameron indoor. We're going to talk to entrepreneur. I'll talk to toast. We'll talk to some other brand partners and uh, we're going to do something different. You know, there's a lot of restaurant conferences out there, but what we believe is the people that tune into shows like this is that they want to level up. Um, they really want information that's going to move them forward, not just a commercial about a product or a service, but really a life story, you know, TEDx style, um, who are people and how do they move their brands forward? But I'm going to put you on center court. I'm going to say, Brandon, tell us, when did you find out you had hospitality in your blood? Man, you know, it's interesting. Look, I grew up a sugarcane farmer's son in South Louisiana. Um, so I, I, I didn't grow up in the hospitality business. Uh, but in South Louisiana, I mean, we, we talk about it all the time. You hear tailgating, you, you hear New Orleans, you hear good times. I mean, I think down here, it, it's more about just taking care of each other, right? Making sure everyone's having a good time. And so I grew up in a large family down here where it was just like, okay, what's what's the event going to be like? What's the what's going to be the food? Uh, we're going to have music, you know, always making sure that the setting was right. And for me, that's really how I got it in the space. Um, and of course, I grew up a, a foodie, so to say. I mean, I love love great cuisine. My grandmother's cooking and my mom's cooking. But then, you know, it's so much more that goes into this business, right? And yeah. and of course, over the last two decades, I, I've learned that the the good and the bad of it. Um, but you know, it's it's truly hospitality, right? Being hospitable and making sure that that you can take care of your guests and 
it it so happens to be around food and drink. And and we're we're fortunate enough to be in this business and tell these stories, man. Well, what I'm what I love is that, you know, for me, I'm fortunate I was raised by my grandfather. He was born in a Bulgarian village and I talk about village hospitality. What I've heard so much about, and I've been fortunate to go to the South, you have Southern hospitality. You have a special, a special blend. So the give me, give me the diff what what is the uniqueness of Southern hospitality? Yeah. And look, I it's it's what we know down here because it's just you have to make sure that everyone is enjoying the moment and and i think a lot of times that people just you know they're worrying about the next thing especially in the in the pace of the world that we live in now right yeah. and and i think when you go back to southern hospitality it goes back to where time moved a little bit slower and and people just enjoy the moment they enjoyed the company that they were with. And, you know, look, there was a lot of bad things that came out of COVID, right? But I think if there's anything good that came out of it, it proved to us that, look, take a step back and let's enjoy the, the great things that we've always had, right? And and not just always wish for the next best thing. And so I know for us, me as a, for my family and, and for my businesses, it was, look, let's just get back and, and enjoy each other and enjoy what we built and, you know, our purpose at walk-ons has always been to bring people together. And the same thing with Smalls. We saw with, with COVID, you know, look, it was great to make a few turkey sandwiches when COVID first started happening, yeah. right? Be at home with your family. But after a while, it was like, man, let's go, let, let's go enjoy other people. <laughs> let's, let's get yeah, back yeah. to the, the, the hospitality, right? And, and so um, it, it's just been, it's been a blessing and a curse at the same time when you talk about COVID. But uh, I think we all learned from it. It was definitely a big reset. I'd, I'd love to go back to your origin of of, of walk-ons and bring me back to to the birth of the idea, um, the name, and uh, that that first that first day of opening up your first restaurant. Yeah. So, like I mentioned, I was a walk-on on the LSU basketball team in the late '90s, early 2000s, and what position? I figured out, uh, point guard. I was point, a point guard. guard. All yeah. right. Uh, got cut from the team first, but that walk-on mentality, I, I, I went back out and I made it. And um, But I also realized pretty early on in my career that I, I wasn't going to play in the NBA. Uh, I played seven minutes my senior year. If, if you know anything about basketball, that's not a whole hell of a lot. Uh, and so, but, you know, like I get asked the question all the time, would you do it again, man? And, and not just because of what we've, what we've created after basketball, but look, I don't think there's anything better in life than being a part of a team. Yeah, You know, being a part of a team is being a part of something bigger than yourself. And, uh, you know, really in, in my business today, that's the philosophy I've, I've carried from my days of quote unquote playing, right? You know, like I knew I wasn't going to play against Kentucky and Rupp Arena when we went up to play the number one team in the country. But I also knew that my contribution on the team that week running scout team was okay. just as important to, to get our team to ready to play Kentucky. And, and so that that being said, you know, I, it was uh, it was an idea. Like I said, didn't grow up in the in the restaurant space. And uh, my founding partner, my former walk on teammate and myself, we were on the way back from a game in Knoxville, Tennessee, and. All the starters were sleeping on the plane. They had played all night and we were wide awake because we didn't play a second and <laughs> had those little Bev naps on the plane. And we just started doodling on the napkin and we said, man, we had to open up this sports bar. Right. You know, and it was an idea at first. We were 19 and 20 years old, two kids with dreams. Um, but then, look, we did it as a school project. We had to do a business plan and we oh, did wow. it as a school 
project and we got a C on the project. A C. Yeah, we got a C. Did you go, did you go back to the professor and say, look what we built? <laughs> Actually, that professor asked me to go speak to the class for 15 years after. And Come on. Yeah, for 15 straight years until he retired. Dr. Robert Justice asked me to go back before he did the business plan project with his new class. I would go tell my story. And so yeah, and you, like, you lead with that. You got a C in the class. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, <laughs> hey, look, I know all y'all want an A. But C's not bad. C is not bad. Yeah. And so, um, look, it, the, it came to reality. We got some investors involved and we got the original location open uh, September of 2003. And it's it's been 20 years now, almost to the day. Um, that How many we, locations? Uh, 82. 82 wow. locations throughout the country. And 2018, 2019, um, you know, of course, all of my concepts, I've, I've always had a great burger, right? I grew up a, a cheeseburger kid. Yep. And um, look, I, I just saw an opportunity with with the slider concept. And, you know, being here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, I have also had the luxury of watching Raising Canes grow. Oh, Todd yeah. Graves is one of my best friends, and he's the founder, of course, based here in Baton Rouge, yeah. Louisiana. And, and uh, just saw what he did with doing one product doing it yeah. better than anybody else in the world and, and really putting every, everything, all focus, all attention onto that in a great culture. And I looked at it and I said, man, look, there's really, they, they got some slider concepts out there, but there's nobody in the space that is, you know, just hand patty and cooking to order. Yeah. Um, j- just putting everything into the best cheeseburger slider that, that there is. And so, of course, at the time, I was the CEO of Walk-Ons. And, and, and so, um, you know, I was kind of doing it on whatever spare time I had and cut, coming up with a concept. And um, Drew and I, Drew Brees was my partner in, in Walk-Ons at the time. He had been my partner since 2014. And Super he and Bowl I, MVP, Drew Brees. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I like to say between Drew and I, I think we have about 14 Pro Bowls. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> 82 restaurants, and 14 pro balls, but pro balls. Drew, Drew didn't log any uh, NCAA basketball minutes though at Purdue, he did absolutely he? Absolutely did not. That's he did not. You got seven minutes on him. That's a good point, Sean. That's the only thing I got on him. <laughs> but um, so yeah, I was I was literally I was telling Drew. I said, man, I got I got this idea. We were on a plane. We were we were flying somewhere, and um, he is dude. I love it. I was like, yeah, but the best is yet. I said, um, it's it's cheeseburger sliders. We're going to cook them to order. It's going to be very small, modular buildings that we're going to make to look like sea cans. And and because I'm big on branding, I, I think you, you I mean you have to differentiate yourself, right? And 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 you have that brand and you see it. And and so I just wanted to say, man, we see this orange container up in the sky. You think the most craveable cheeseburger sliders that there is, and, and so um, it was created then, and, and here we are, five short years, or not even five short years later, and um, and we're 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 growing like crazy. Well, the the magical thing about the pivot that you've made from a full service concept to a quick service modular build out is in the capital required. Can you talk about the difference between building out a a walk-on versus building out a uh, small sliders. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's. Uh, I probably should have gone the other way, right? Started with the smaller concept <laughs> with, a, with a lot with a, with, a, with a lot more simple menu. And instead, I opened up a ninety. You don't take me. You don't take me as a conventional type of guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, I, I 
23 years old, opened up a uh, yeah. 9,500 square foot, 300 feet. feet. Yeah. What 100 menu items made from scratch. Yeah. What's smart. <laughs> um, ignorance is bliss though, I guess you could say. And, and, but yeah, so, I mean, looking at that and looking at the, I mean, it takes a special franchisee for walk-ons, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it's they're they're big bills, lots of moving parts and capital intensive. Sure. Um, and, and that was kind of my thinking with smalls is let's go the other end, right? Let, let's, Let's make sure we we got this this menu that is so focused that that is nice. It's got to be good, right? If you got one item, that's one thing I learned from Todd. If if you're going to do one thing, it better be damn good. Yeah. And, and so we had put a lot of attention into creating the best cheeseburger slider we could, but also understanding, look, let's let's minimize the the square footage and 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 the operations and and how we can execute and how we can be more efficient and and honestly this was before covid you know now there's a lot of concepts out there that are not doing dining rooms yeah but McDonald's, this was, McDonald's is getting rid of their uh, their their service their uh coke machines exactly why because of declining footprints into the into the dine in that's exactly right and and yeah. look i we were there first, right? You're, you're ahead of the curve. You're ahead of McDonald's. That's a big deal. I just, I mean, first part of it was for branding, right? Because yeah. I, I just thought the cool outdoor courtyards I with love the it. turfed area were, was cool. But I also saw, I mean, I, I have my my kids, my family. I mean, we never go in inside a fast food restaurant. I say, look, let's just once again, it goes to that that capital investment on the front end. Why build these air conditioned units that people aren't going into? So yep. we went the other route and it's uh, it's proven to be successful. Our franchise, of course, they they love the the model that, that we've created. Give me an idea. It's uh, less than a thousand square feet. How many employees are working uh, per location? Double yeah. double drive through lanes. Correct. We're we're right around 800 square feet uh, conditioned Amazing. inside inside Magical. the box. Um, it's it's modular buildings that come um, fully complete. I mean, it's it's the kitchens built in there. Uh, so we're 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 negotiated some modular building contractors out there that they're building and putting them on trucks. Amazing. Uh, and and it's pretty cool. I think a stat is like uh, 27 minutes um, from sitting on the back of a truck to come on completely all put together. And I mean, you have a smalls in about a half an hour from um, a blank canvas. Of course, they've done the subsurface work sure. prior to, but I mean, just the the actual boxes and our modular units is about a half an hour. Um, and That's then, incredible. Uh, yeah, are you required, are you required to have restrooms at those? Yes. Yes. That 800 square feet includes two restrooms. It does. That's that, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So we've wow. got, once again, we've been working on how do we become, Really efficient with this build out, and and the that is we- amazing. What, how much? What's the square footage of those restrooms? You're down. Uh, you're down to like no square footage. For yeah, it's kitchen. it's the single. Uh, we have one male, one female. Um, yeah, and and it's just the the single occupant. Yeah. Sure. So what is that like? Not even ten by ten. Probably not even. I, I would say less than a hundred square feet for both of them. Maybe 150. Still, it's still amazing. I mean, yeah. the amount of volume that you're doing through. I mean, you had you had one unit do over, what 2.4 million. Yeah, sales. that's it, that's what's crazy about it. Sean. <laughs> Are you well, trying to keep that a secret? Should I not be sure? No, no. Look, that's that's what people are loving about it. I mean, honestly, I, I told Drew in the beginning. I said, man, you know, if we could do a million, million three out of these things, yeah. you know, with the investment, it'll be good. Well. We're averaging about two and a half now. In fact, one of our last wow. ones, uh, we opened up with a hundred and twenty thousand, hundred twenty thousand dollar opening week. 
Um, I mean, that, that of course, that's opening week, but I, I think that's going to settle around a three and a half to four million dollar smalls, that's which so is strange. which is crazy. So now we're going back to the draw. Of course, we don't we don't want to build huge restaurants. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think there's something to our model, but we we are looking at just productivity, efficiency, you know, storage. Sure. You know, I mean, how how we're getting that many French fries in a restaurant, even if it's if it's meat, buns and fries, uh, it's I mean, I think we have 12 SKUs in the whole place. But when you're doing 100,000 plus a week, you you need a lot of that. Oh, yeah. So it's understanding um, where we are. And then right now it's like if we have that much volume, we're, we're creating a brand that that people are loving. It's getting a cultish type of following. And so when we're opening these restaurants, there's lines blocking streets and and holding up traffic um, to get a cheeseburger slider. But once you taste one, you'll you'll know why, because they're pretty damn good. We have a brand new show called Toast Family Style. It is on YouTube. It is a travel show where we go and find the best operators on the Toast platform and share the secrets to their success on location. Uh, Check it out. Our first episode was with Novo Brazil out of Chula Vista, California. They have a brewery location there and consumer packaged goods. They've added additional revenue streams, but we also feature Toast's new app, Go to the App Store right now and download the app. It is the Toast Now app. It will give you the power of your restaurant's sales, your forecasts, your labor costs, allow you to turn on and off third-party delivery. It is mind-blowing how cool this app is. It has been the most requested thing of Toast. Leadership built it uh, with so many of you that listen to this show, so many of the Toast customer advisory boards. I was there in lots of those meetings. Uh, It is one of the coolest things that I have seen rolled out. I can't wait for you, the listener, to download the app, give us your feedback, make your Toast app unboxing video. But check out Toast Family Style and also check out the Toast Now app today. Bring me into the branding and marketing behind opening. What have, what have you learned from your 20 plus years to that's helping you roll these out with such, such success? Yeah, I think you, you gotta, you gotta create the bus, right? I, I think it's understanding going into these communities. Um, and, and when I say these communities, I mean, you have to get involved with the communities. And so that's one thing we've always done at walk-ons and we're definitely doubling down at smalls is, you know, what are you doing with the little leagues and, and, the, and the churches and the schools and, you know, making sure that they know we're coming. But also there there's hiring events they do. There's maybe we may bring our, our trailer out and cook sliders uh, prior to opening so people can get a sneak peek at, OK, what the buzz is about. Uh, but I, I think, you know, the social media aspect as well, you know, you know, creating and getting involved in that community, understanding the influencers in that market and let them know that. Hey, we're coming. Uh, we'll give you a sneak peek at it, and and they'll they'll in turn let the, let our guests know. That's very exciting. <laughs> Can you talk about investment and getting investors on? It's you know you have you have Drew, who's a great investor, a great friend. Obviously, you have proof of concept with him. But how do you get somebody who doesn't know who you are, doesn't know what you're doing, to buy into what you're doing? Yeah. So we um we we opened up a few corporate units. To, to start with. And then we said, okay, will we go the franchise route? And so it, it was really Drew and, my, and myself at the time. And well, 10 Point Capital, who's our, who is our private equity partner with walk-ons. 
um, they, and they invested in 2020. Um, they were all all into walk-ons, right? Not really yeah. worried about smalls. But as we opened the second one and the third <laughs> one, uh, they, they kind of started peeking over the fence a little bit. And, uh, of course, with three units, and you can about imagine, no EBITDA. You know, I mean, we're, yep. we're operating in the negative, And private equities don't invest in something that early. Correct. But Scott Presley, the principal of, of, of 10 point, he called me one day. He's like, man, uh, I got, I got to talk about smalls. He, he, he goes, we never make an investment this early, mm-hmm. but he goes, I haven't seen something this special in a while. And he goes, I'm not just, I'm not just saying this because it's you, Brandon. He goes, let's get involved early. Let's build the infrastructure. Let's get a plan to really grow that make this uh, a, a, grow it throughout the country, throughout the world. But but let's start off from there. And I was like, you know what? Let's do it the right way. Let, let's let's start off. And so, it, of course, it helps with with capital. But I, I think just their strategic partnership as well, yeah. you know, with with the brands that they've involved, been involved with, with Tropical Smoothie Cafe and and Slim Chickens and you name it. I mean, they, they've seen they've been there, done that. And, and so for to have them. As a partner, once once again, not just capital needs, but also understand. Okay, let's go find the best CEO that that we can to build this company. And we did, and yeah. we 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 found, and we were we were able to 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 get Maria Rivera, um, and and she joined us uh, not even a year ago. And I, I can't tell you, I mean, uh, what I'm learning from her. And once again, I was smart enough to realize get the hell out of the way, right, yeah. and, and get somebody with a skill set like that. That that can take this from okay, Brandon. Yeah, you created it, but to grow it, to scale it, to to attract the right talent, the infrastructure. I mean, just everything that goes into building. Uh, you know, like I tell people all the time, the next time I, I build a billion dollar brand, will be my first. Um, so I, I don't act like you've been there, right? Let let's yeah. let's surround ourselves with great people, and 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 that's one thing I've prided myself on throughout the two decades. You know, is not acting like I know everything. You know, I feel like I'm good at building brands and understanding what our guests want. But when it comes to to having great leadership and and getting to the next level, and I'll step out of the way. You know, I I, I just I just want to be the best, and and I think we got the best with Maria. Where did you learn how to ask for help and to step out of the way? I think it was. I mean, of course, I, I think I learned a lot from my, my family and, and, you know, just the way I was brought up with my mom and dad. But also, I, I think it's that walk on mentality, being being a part of a team. Like like I said, uh, look, there's you, know, you hear that cliche all the time. You play for the name on the front, not on the back. And and if you, if you truly if you truly believe that and do that and you can understand, OK, this is about smalls. Right. It's not about yeah. Brandon. It's about smalls. Let's go do yeah, what's yeah. best for smalls. Brandon, Brandon's family, Drew, Drew's family, that we're going to be fine because we're doing what's best for the team. Right. And and so I, I think it's just that that team mindset that that I've always had. And, and, and I just kind of pride myself on that and understanding that we're a lot better together than we are. Yeah, I could have I could have taken this thing and not given any ownership up and kept this thing to myself. Yeah. But you know what, Sean, it might have taken me 30 years to, to get 10 of them open. You know, now we have over 100 in development and there, there's there's investors, franchisees every day that, that's calling Maria and her team in Atlanta to man, we want smalls. Where are we going? How can we get in? I think one of the most powerful lessons 
for me, just hearing your story is somebody that spent two decades building your original brand and then you create another brand and yet you quickly, not even, I mean, how quickly did you hire your CEO? Uh, Maria? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Within, Maria, three within three years. Yeah. So it didn't take you two decades to walk away. No. No. Is that because I, you have I'm here and I'm, I'm still the chairman of the board. I'm chairman of both boards. And so I, I definitely have my finger on the pulse. But once again, Brandon, get out of the way. Let her do what, what she does best. And I mean, the, the talent that she's attracting for a brand. I mean, we have 10 units up right now. I mean, but the, the type of a talent, the type of talent that she's attracting in our marketing team and IT and, and, and construction and supply. I mean, it's. It, it, we're attracting talent that that joins 100, 200, 500 unit brands because that we we all see the potential, and because of her leadership. That's very exciting. When you look at the people that you admire, um, somebody that has so much affinity and love for sports, are there coaches that you've modeled your business acumen after? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think it's, I, I kind of wear a few hats, right? I, I've been, um, I wouldn't say I'm the, I've been the the, the strictest or like this hardcore coach and, and, and I mean, because I'm a culture guy. And, yeah. and so I, I think there's some of those guys out there that just You're, a player's coach, yeah. right? But then there's the, the, the ones that the Belichick's of the world, right? That, that <laughs> not to say he's not a player's coach, but sure. I mean, Look, you're going to be held accountable. Nick Saban, yeah. you're going to be held accountable. And, and so that, that's I, I think I'm more of a hybrid of that because I'm, I'm probably culture first and foremost, which is probably why I'm not the best CEO when it comes to scaling, because there's a culture of accountability that has to be there. Yeah. Whereas the founder had, you know, um, I'm I'm worried about the brand. I'm worried about, you know, our fit and, and what our guests looks like and how we're attracting them and. Um, you know, so that's where I, I think it, it really so well to be on the board and, and the chairman, of, of course, being the chairman, I'm, I've got a lot of say. Right. But and and, and they want to hear it from me because of, of what the vision was for the brand. But I'm also willing to adapt in, in, in uh, you know, it may, what may have worked for one unit or what was on paper that Brandon wrote down five, 10, 15 years ago things change. And, and, and so we need to be able to adapt to, to grow the brand the right way. When you think about technology as a, through the lens of getting, making happier guests, how do you, how do you go about technology decisions for your brand? Yeah, I, I think it's, it's the key, right? I mean, the, the world has completely changed everything we learned in our marketing class. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working class in 1999 at LSU. Um, I, I don't. I don't think that's there anymore. But I mean, it, you just have to leverage it, right? And and on the social media channels and and just online presence and everything that that we're doing. I mean, look, we're we're doing these volumes and we don't even have third party delivery yet. Amazing, and, really. Yeah, yeah, we don't have online. You don't, you don't have you like that's a whole logistics. You have to figure out where those drivers going to go. Exactly. I mean, I've, I've seen the lines from the social media posts from your Instagram page, your TikTok, all no. the things that you guys put out there. It's I mean, it, it is a bustling place. Yeah, it is. It is. And and so, I mean, we just added Chris Douglas as our VP, uh, VP of technology. And so, I mean, he just joined the team recently. And so, I mean, we're just trying to get our arms around it because, look, we want to 
we want to invest. We want to do it right. We don't want to just roll something out just to say, okay, we have we have third party delivery. Yeah, just figure it out. And you know, yeah, because yeah. I mean, we we started franchising early, right? And so we we have to make sure that we can streamline operations. Um, we we can. I mean, we, with on premise and off premise dining. I mean, the catering aspect of it, because I mean, oh, these yeah. things are perfect for catering. For sure. Uh, and, and, and so there's so much that 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 goes into it, but we have to make sure we set it up to where we can scale. Let's not set it up and, and set up all of our digital systems for a 10 unit chain. Let's set it up for a thousand units. And so if it takes a little bit longer, that's okay. And I think our franchisees appreciate that, especially the early ones, because they know it's a longer game. Do you, how soon do you see smalls overtaking walk-on and units? Well, you know, walk-on's growth is still there, right? I, I mean, I've we, seen we the are, growth. It's impressive growth. Yeah. Walk-ons, <laughs> I mean, anywhere from 15 to 20 units a year. And then when, when you're talking $5 million AUVs, you know, we can add, you know, almost a hundred million dollars in revenue a year. And, and look, to say we want to, do we want to get to 40 openings a year? I don't know. You know, I mean, this is something our, our new CEO, Chris Dawson, that just joined our team recently. You know, this is something that he's getting his arms around with, with his, the, the addition of some new team members here is, is understanding how much is too much for a walk-ons, right? Cause it's a lot of moving parts, but yeah. Smalls, as far as unit counts, I mean, I, I think because and and I hate to use the word simple because nothing's simple in this business, right? But <laughs> nothing simple in this. Business. Yeah, there's nothing there's nothing simple in our industry. But I mean, when you we're looking at more you know more modular builders that that can produce more for us, and and then when you're talking, I mean, it's it's a lot less moving parts rather than simple. And and so, I mean, look, next year we may get up 20 or 30. The following year may be 40 or 50. I, I, I mean, the, the way Maria is laying out this plan, I mean, we'll have a couple hundred units in, in four to five years. And and so, and, and then franchisees aren't a problem because the, the unit economics are speaking for themselves. For you, how do you deal with being a leader of, these brands and also being a father? Great question. Um, because look, I'm, I'm all into these brands, right? But there's nothing more important to me in, in my life than my wife and my three kids. And, and, and so I, it's been, um, in fact, I, uh, I've got a leadership coach now that, that I've just engaged with. Thank you, uh, Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Not, not long ago, but because of that, because that there's, there's a balance, right. And I have to make sure that, that I can find that 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 balance. Um, and and look, when I'm in walk-ons or in smalls, I am all in. And I have a I have a fine dining concept as well here in Baton Rouge. That what's it called? It's called Supper Club. Supper um, Club. It's dinner only, and it's fine dining. And it's through my travels with the other brands, I, I saw these great spots all around the country, all around the world. It's like it was more of a passion project for me and um, wow. it's, it's really cool. And so whether I grow it or not, everybody, how long like, has it been open? Uh, about a year and a half. Beautiful. And it's, um, it's slick. Yeah. Check it out. Supper club, Baton Rouge, supper club, BR. Okay. Um, we'll put, we'll put a link into the, into the article for sure. Yeah. Instagram's really cool. It's um, you know, every, I tell people, I, I may not grow it. And they're like, Brandon, come on, man. Every, every, <laughs> everything you do everything yeah you've you grown scott in fact scott presley is like hey what do you want to do with supper club i was like scott you know what yeah. i tell you about that but um 
Yeah, look, it, it's it's fine in the in making sure that there's a balance. Back to the question, and and you know, my wife is is really involved in the businesses. I mean, she's so good at the, at the branding aspect of it, and um, she she, she kind of knows what right looks like, and so yeah, she'll yeah. tell me a lot of times. And then the the kids, you know, they they of course they're they're custom, they're guests now, but um, you know, I love. I love telling them about the business, it's not just like, oh, daddy owns those. No, it's like, look, look what we're creating. You know, they, we're, we're creating great opportunities for people. You know, there's there's thousands of teammates that that we have throughout our system right now that we've changed lives and gave them better opportunity. Not that they could have gone somewhere else, but I can I can you know, we could have a whole podcast of the stories that I hear from teammates and, you know, how they just joined our teams and, you know, walk on small supper club, whatever it may be because um, of the vision of our, of our brands and, and, and we've done it the right way. And so family will always be first. And, and I've always, that's the way I was raised. And especially there's nothing more important to me right now than me and the best husband and father I can be. I appreciate that. I think it's something that is difficult for hospitality leaders. Um, you know, me, especially and the guests that I have on the show, uh, as men, we and women, we're in hospitality. We give all of ourselves to our team, to our communities, to our villages, to the people that we support. And very often, do we very, very frequently, we neglect ourselves and the people that are closest to us. Um, I appreciate you for sharing that you you know you got a leadership coach. That is a that is a powerful step. It it is, man. And and look, I've got some great people that I've surrounded myself with. And, you know, one of the best comments I've ever heard is like, look, you, that meeting is important. There's no doubt, but you can never get that soccer game back. Yeah. You know, and, and not being, just being present for my kids. And and so that that's important to me. And, and, um, and that stuck with me, you know, and, and look, we all get pulled in different directions and all, all entrepreneurs out there, we, we know how it is. Right. But at the end of the day, um, you can figure out a way, right? Like they, there's, there's a, especially Zoom now. I mean, all the things yeah. that, that 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 are sometimes a pain in the butt. Um, it it's it we we find a way, but you can't find a way to get that soccer game back or get that picnic back with them or you know just a date night with your, your significant other. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think a lot of times that law and you, you work, 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 and then all of a sudden you, you've missed so much. And so, uh, look, I, it's, it's a struggle. It's hard, it's hard for all of us. Um, and I'm not saying it's easy, but it's, it's something that, that has to be important to you. When you look back on this interview here on entrepreneur and you think of the, a memorable story from your, your time building restaurants, is there some story that sticks out, something that you can't believe that, you know, this business allowed you to do something like that? Yeah, I think just the relationships. I mean, Drew being one of them. I mean, I, I, I sometimes, I mean, he's, look, aside from the football player, um, I mean, if if you're a good, if if, if you like good people, yeah. <laughs> you like Drew Brees. And, and I mean, yesterday we had an opening and, Clarksville, Indiana for walk-ons with Derek Brooks. Uh, I mean, cool. he, he, I mean, th there's not many people on the planet that have a gold jacket, Yeah, you know, a hall of famer. So, right. I mean, just, just the opportunities that I've had and, and, you know, and just meeting great leaders. I, I, I think, you know, when we're able to, to go and, and showcase our brand and I, I get to meet 
the guys and gals that have that have done this and and meeting Jimmy John and 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 then just the 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 great people that we have in our organization like I wouldn't have the opportunity to spend time with or me to get to know a Maria Rivera. Yeah. You know, someone that is just a rock star and, and I'm just learning so much and how she departmentalizes and understands like how to grow a brand, how to, how to take it. You know, she can see, okay, what's going on five days from now, but also has a plan already for five years from now. That's, that's, I can't do that. You know, I, I can I can draw on a napkin. I can come up with, OK, this is how we're going to do the smalls on the burger. But look in five years and having a plan to the teeth like that. That's impressive, man. And I think that's just the cool stuff I've been able to to do and experience over the last couple of decades. That's awesome. So every single week on Wednesday and on Friday on the social audio app Clubhouse, it's a chance for you, the viewer, the listener um, of the show to come up on stage and tell us your story. If you're in the hospitality business, your story matters. Uh, if you're in marketing, if you're in sales, if you're a founder, uh, come up on stage. Uh, that's a chance for you to get to meet me. Hopefully one day I will have you on this show on Entrepreneur. Uh, but we also do a social shout out this week. Shout out goes to Justin Ulrich of Evocalize. Justin, uh, we appreciate you showing up on Clubhouse. We appreciate the company that you're building at Evocalize. And I uh, just want to say thank you. But Brandon, give me one person. This is the hardest question I ask on the show. I need one person that gets a shout out on your team on Smalls. One person that you can uh, point to entrepreneur and look back and say, this was your shout out. One person. Well, that's interesting. I mean, I've, yeah. I've given Marie a lot of love. Right? Uh, she's got, she's gotten, she's gotten some love. Yeah. Um, pick, pick one other person. You know, I, I, I'll go back to the technology piece. I mean, when you, when we're talking Chris Douglas, yeah. You know, who, who's on our team and he's our VP of technology and just it's a big job in this is. day and age in 2013 and beyond it is it, everything changes so quickly. Yeah. And there, there's, there's so much, especially in the QSR space, For right? Sure. When you're looking at how much technology goes into it. I mean, with, with third party and, and understanding, you know, what smalls 2.0, 3.0, 6.0 yeah. is going to look like. It's a tough job. And just just hearing, I mean, him now in our presentations, in our board meetings and understanding that that he has to understand the trends now, but also has to has to look forward and in, in what to expect in the in the coming future. So, yeah, Chris is a rock star. We're lucky to have him. And um, he, he's he's on it. It's pretty cool to see. I'm happy you gave him a shout out. Yeah. The you know, one of the premises of this show is the four C's that we live in, and that's content, commerce communication and community all of these things interact with each other and for brands to succeed we've got to do a good job on all of those things and if you don't have the technology that can communicate if you don't have the technology that can sell online if you don't have the technology that can create instagram or tiktok videos or youtube content you're just you know you're 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 going to be in the yellow pages and you're not going to exist for much longer exactly right yellow pages is a great example right um so real quickly we're going to do our smartphone storytelling test and get to a little bit uh know a little bit about you uh, are you an android or an iphone user iphone iphone uh what version i think i'm 14 is the i just got a new phone like 15 the 15 just come yeah, out i think i think it's the 15 it's the 14 14 okay and then are, do you always update your software no <laughs> how many how many emails do you get a day Oh, hundreds, but I cannot stand not having them open. 
<laughs> so you have you are your inbox zero. Zero. Inbox Text, zero. emails, I cannot stand it. <laughs> so notif- I, no notification. If I see a red number, I got I gotta go clear it or open it. Fair enough. Do you prefer text or email? Text. Do you prefer a phone call or a text? Depending on who. Um, but I, I like to talk. I mean, if it's about something with substance, I, I need to talk. Um, and honestly, I like Zoom. I, I'm, I prefer in person. Yeah. I really like like our meetings. I mean, we try to do them all in person. But if it's just something like I need to know, text me. Got it. Um, where do you listen to music? Which platform? Uh, I'm on Spotify. Spotify? Yeah. You got yeah. a playlist? I do. I'm I'm kind of more of a, a country, old country guy. I'm, I'm big into Morgan Wallen right now. Nice. Cole Swindell. Awesome. I, those are my guys right now. I'm, I'm big on that. There you go. Uh, do you listen to podcasts? I do. On Spotify or on Apple Podcasts? Uh, Spotify, yeah. I, and I, I'll go back and forth, but my my uh, one of my good friends, Ryan Rossillo. Um, oh, yeah. Nice. Solo podcast. And very so, cool. I got to meet him and SVP. I mean, once again, through this business and it's been a great friend. But that's I mean, really cool. Since he's left, since he's left ESPN with his podcast is is pretty darn cool. We believe that every every business and every brand is their own media company if they choose to be it. Uh, we we don't have to ask for permission anymore. If you if you have a story to tell, we have the technology to be able to tell it. That's exactly right um books do you listen to books or do you read books i listen audiobooks yeah usually in the air i i, I put them in what's your favorite book that you've recommended either to friends or to your team good to great is always uh the 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 the, the perfect one i mean just when you're talking about building a, a company um but um start with why simon sinek all of simon sinek stuff yeah. i mean the, the guy is just He's unbelievable. And the I infinite mean, game. Yeah, the infinite game. I mean, start with all, all the all these that 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 he's done. Um, I love uh, John Gordon. Uh, Power of positivity. Mm-hmm. Um, John John's just. I mean, because our our companies are, are built. I truly believe that positive people change the world. And and you know, people ask me often, yeah, why why have we been successful? I mean, yeah, we might have had some good ideas, but we were. I was always pretty positive. That, that we're going to make it work and we're going to yeah. figure it out. And even in times of COVID and things like that, like we had to stay positive. And so I'm, I'm big on him and, and understanding that and and how you start off the day. Right. And so it's um those are my go to's. What's your favorite social media app? Instagram, probably. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm a big golfer. And, and so uh of course, I'm always on Instagram trying to figure out my swing, but uh, <laughs> have you, you figured know, it out I, yet? I think it's, I think it's who's it's, a better golfer, you or Drew? Oh, I got Drew on golf, <laughs> but, but Drew's just su- such a damn good athlete. I mean, the guy he he can he cannot golf for six months and picks up a club and goes out there and shoots like a 79. So, I mean, that's it's just he's got that's it. Impressive. You got it. You got it. That's impressive. So what's the uh, what's the best way for people to connect with you and connect with the brand? We'll put links into the show notes. Yeah, absolutely. Either our, our of course, Small Slider website or our Walk-On's websites. And then um, I'm, I'm on Instagram and, um, you know, I'm pretty simple to contact through email. Brandon at walkons.com, walk-ons.com, um, you know, any any of our outlets. Um, of course, our teams are always checking them and I'm pretty accessible. Uh, I, I love connecting with people, especially 
other entrepreneurs out there, man, if there's one thing that that I learned just through just through doing Bitman Paid Forward, you know, give, give people the time. There's there's nothing there's nothing more valuable that we have is our time. And and if we can give people that, especially young entrepreneurs that are out there, and of course you can't can't do everything. Right. Yeah. And, and and the larger you get, it's it's more difficult to do. But I, I try to, man. And and that's why I go back and I I speak at classes. I, I go, you know, to any company that, that wants me to go and or whether it be Rotary Club or anything like that. I try to get out there and not only to tell our story and build our brands, but I, I think it's it's important for people to hear stories like this. And And not everything has just been you know, sunshine and roses, right? We all go through the, through the grind. And um, I, I think telling our stories and letting people, especially young entrepreneurs know that it, your first step is to say, I got to go. Let, like, let's go. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and ignorance can be bliss, you know, whether I, would I be sitting right here if I just decided at 44 to say, Hey, let's, let's go do this at 23 at, at 22. It was like, yeah, what do I have to lose? I, you know, I only have a dog. They can't take that. Yeah. You know, it's a little bit different now, but I mean, at some point you just got to like, let's go, man. Let's go. I love it. Uh, if you guys want to connect with me, it's at Sean P Welch, S-H-A-W-N-P-W-A-L-C-H-E-F. And Instagram's probably the easiest, but I'm available on all social platforms. I'm weirdly available to listen to you. Uh, we care about you. That's why we put on this show. Uh, Brandon, I would be honored if you ever make it to San Diego to visit Drew, come on out for some barbecue, show you how we do Cali barbecue at our barbecue restaurant. So I'd be honored. And that goes for anyone that's listening to the show. Um, it I'm matters. I'm 100% going to take you up on that. I, I can't wait. That's going to be uh, something that I, I, I very much look forward to. We'll, we'll show you our Southern California hospitality. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Anytime in South Louisiana, you, you got to come see the brands here. You got to see the love- Smalls, of course, right here, and the original walk-ons, they're they're about a half a mile apart. Beautiful. I look forward to that. And the original Raisin Kings is here as well. I'm definitely going to hit you up for all three of those. That That's going to happen. Absolutely. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. We appreciate you guys. We will catch you all next week. Thank you. Just a reminder, you, the listener, you, the viewer, are the most important person that consumes this content. The only way for us to grow this show is for you to share it with a fellow friend in the restaurant business. Help us grow the show by subscribing and always reach out to me. I want to hear your story. I want to learn more about your restaurant, whether you're on toast, whether you're looking to get on toast. Uh, We appreciate you supporting this show and we can't wait to see the content that you're creating and to learn about the impact that you are making in your communities. Stay curious, get involved, and don't be afraid to ask for help.